I just really think God's going to do something this year with the church. Not just our church, but the church um, globally. And God's going to really move. But um, every year, we start off with a uh, New Year's revelation. Um, I'm not going to tell you what this New Year's revelation is. If you come for prayer tonight, you'll quickly find out what that is. But um, every year, we start off with a New Year's revelation. Okay, so last year, when we kicked off 2022... We started with the New Year's revelation called identity. Does anybody remember that? That was our word, identity, okay? Who we were, what was going ha- to happen, what we feel God was going to do. And that's what this week of prayer is all dedicated to, is listening to the voice of God, hearing what he has to say. Because um, I'll, I'll get into more next week what a New Year's revelation really is and, and kind of unfold that for you. But just kind of the base foundation of a revelation is that, because that, that word is really big. Would you agree with that? That word is kind of big. Revelation word is kind of big. We think of what's in the Bible of revelation. We think of, you know, um, something that, you know, instantly happened. But really the, the idea behind revelation, even when you read it in the word of God, is that a word was given to John and therefore he wrote Revelation, okay? It was revealed to him, all right? And, and, and there's something about a revelation, okay? Because all of us have made some goals this year, probably. We've made some resolutions this year. We, we've thought to ourselves, I want to try to do this. It's very normal, and all those things are really great. But the difference between a resolution and a revelation is a resolution you chase, a revelation that comes from you. It becomes part of who you are. That's what a revelation is. And, and, and you live from that word. You live from that foundation. You live from that place. And so I want to encourage you this year for yourself, for your personal walk with the Lord, but also for your family, okay? Why don't you pray and ask God, God's word over your life for this year? And then test God in that revelation and walk those things out. Let him unfold the word to you. And that's what happened in 2022. We have maybe some ideas and some thoughts of what this word identity meant. I know that I did, okay? But what I thought really wasn't the, really wasn't exactly what I thought was going to happen. It was actually even better than what I thought was going to happen. And that's what God does a lot of the times. He, 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 and I want to use this very gently, okay, because um, I, don't, I don't think that God does this. But what God does is that he teases us sometimes, okay, with this word. And he allows us to go and chase it. He allows us to go and discover it and find it, okay. And so during the course of the year, um, with this big word called identity, it has been pretty crazy, the Bible says in, in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, it says, where there is no vision, the people are unrestrained, but happy is he who keeps the law. Now, let me just stop right here and say this, that in our country right now, we can pretty much say, um, just generally speaking, not with everything, but we can generally say that there really isn't a whole lot of vision. Because why? We can see it very clear because there's a lot of things that are unrestrained. The people are unrestrained, things like that. And God doesn't want us to walk and live in our own personal lives, right, without vision, without desire, without passion, without foresight, without seeing ahead in the future. Why? Because it gives us, it gives us reasons and motivations to continue to walk in him and to continue to follow after God's heart and follow after his word. Right? So there again, I want to encourage you, find a word that God is speaking to you for this coming year. For this coming year. 
Next year, I'll share with you what it is for my personal life and for this church, okay? But I want to encourage you to do that. So the Bible says that this revelation, this word, the Bible says this, that out of the abundance of the heart, what does it say? The mouth speaks, right? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Now, according to God, everything is a heart issue to him. He looks outside of what you say. He looks beyond our thoughts and our thought life. He looks beyond even our actions. What he looks at is our heart. So I'll even, if you allow me to kind of maybe rearrange this verse a little bit and say that out of the abundance of the heart, you live. You walk, you live. You can say whatever you want to say, okay? But how you live is what really matters. And that's the thing that people notice the most. That's why it's so important that when people come to church, right? And maybe this doesn't happen as much as, as, as it did in the past, but there's, uh, my, my upbringing was this, God, we love you so much, we love you so much, but yet go home and talk bad about the pastor, talk about how bad the church is, talk, bad, talk about other people within the church, do all these kinds of things, and then kids see that, right? And even though the kids are going, uh, the parents are going, you gotta go to church, you gotta get involved, but kids and family upbringing will always, always see how you live rather than what you say. And that's how it is in our world with this Christianity viewpoint is that there's a lot of people in this world right now who are looking for truth. Come on, somebody. They are looking for real answers. They're looking for the power of God to move. And we get the opportunity to do that. And I'm not interested in just talking about it. I want it to come from my heart. In action. It's out of the abundance of your heart you'll live your life. So in 2022... This New Year's revelation, like I said, was identity. So I thought to myself while I was preparing this, I thought, you know, I'm going to go back to 2022 on January the 2nd, 2022. And what did I preach? What did I actually say compared to what actually really happened? Okay? So here's what I said. I'm going to read to you what I said January 2nd, 2022. You guys ready? Okay. This is, what I, this is what I said. I heard the Lord say, I'm reading it verbatim as, as it was in my notes, January 2nd. I haven't changed a thing. I heard the Lord say, he's transforming the church into his original design, his original desire. He's giving back the church its identity to be a leading force. So with that, our church will focus on discipleship, which really means equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. Discipleship isn't about how much you know, it's about how much you do with what you know. Is that, you guys ever heard that, that phrase, knowledge is power? That's not true. Applied knowledge is power. There's a lot of smart people out there who are powerless. Then I said, we're gonna be focusing on winning the lost. We had an average of three people a week get saved last year. Amen. And we're moving on this, okay? God is going to move even greater in this, okay? We've got plans in store. We're going to focus on community. Community as a church. Strength as we grow together, okay? And then the last thing that I said is we're going to focus on Jesus and an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. 
Then I said, we're going to condense to be consistent in who we are. Always focusing on the presence of Jesus. Our theme first for 2022 was Jeremiah chapter 29, 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope in the future. And then I said, I'm almost done, guys. Then I said, 2022 is the year of the church. We will see the kingdom of God rise up in ways we've been believing and praying for. And then I mentioned a prophetic word that was given over myself and Kristen in 2021. I said, this is what this person came and told us. Actually, the person's name was Robbie Dawkins. Does anybody remember Robbie Dawkins? Anybody know who Robbie Dawkins is? Okay. Um, Robbie Dawkins came here to speak at a conference that we held in 2021. He pulled Kristen and I said, and this is what he prayed over us. He said, I see the Lord lifting off the veil and exposing the fruit of the kingdom of God here at River of Life. I see God moving your church from one place to the other. The church is turning the corner for its prepared greatness. He said, I see this church accelerating to another level, another dimension. We will see this church give in prosperity, hope, and future to the community and region we live in. Bigger things are coming. Don't be afraid that the storehouses are at your hand. Then he said, whatever's in my ministry, I give to you. And I said, I don't know if I want that because your ministry is marked with persecution. But whatever God wants for us and for me, I say yes and amen to. Because our yes is simply an invitation for his more. And if you want more of God, you have to say yes to the things that are uncomfortable and inconvenient for your life. Now we hear a word like this and we say yes and amen. But to be honest with you, no one told me that I was going to be this rough. <laughs> if I would have heard Robbie Dawkins say to me, it's going to be the hardest year of your life, I would have said, get thee behind me, Satan. Get up off my life. See, but the perfect thing that God does is that he puts something out in front of us and he wants us to walk that way and move that direction. But all along the way, from point A to point B, there's certain things that have to fall off of our life in order for us to fully experience the promises of God that he has at point B. So the real question is, are we walking from A to B? Because B is there. <laughs> it's already laid out for you. He wants to meet you there. And he's there, but we have to walk. So this year's been really, really tough. And I'm gonna just be really transparent and open with you like I've been all year long. Someone... Last week, actually two times, from two different people said this to me. They said, Pastor, over this last year, I've really sensed God's presence even stronger than any time before in our church. How many of you guys would agree with that? Yeah? I can, I can sense God's presence. And it might just be me, I don't know, okay? But I can... I can sense God's presence every time I come on the property of, this, of, this, uh, of the church. When I drive in, I can feel God's up to something. I can sense it. I can be distracted right outside by caribou coffee. Come on the driveway and go, God, you're doing something. You're up to something, Holy Spirit. I feel it. I feel it. I sense it. This isn't it to say anything about our church and other churches. It has nothing to do with that. So get that out of your mind. Okay? It has everything to do with what God wants to do with us. Okay, and so let me encourage you. And a matter of fact, let me challenge you. If you can't sense the presence of the Holy Spirit, it might be because there's things in our life that are blocking that that need to be shed from our lives. 
It might be that. And you might say to yourself, I'm just not an emotional person. Okay, you can say that, but that's not your identity. That's not who you are. God wants you to feel him tangibly. All over you. I'm more analytic. I understand that. But God's desire is to let you know that he is here. And he wants you to feel him. So over this past year, myself personally, I've gone through a process that I've never gone through before. You've heard me talk about this. I've gone through a season of depression. I've never had anything like it before. Come on, somebody. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Right? I went through a season of depression and anxiety. I had two anxiety attacks that I didn't know what was happening. (laughs) It just came out of nowhere. These are all the things that I was dealing with and going through that now that I look back on it and I've been healed, I believe that God was shaking the stuff out that was not of him so that way the stuff that is him can come to the top. The stuff that he wanted to pull out from me, right, didn't come through just getting a word. It came through a process of sifting. It came through a process of shaking. And that's what happened with the church in 2022, not just this church, but capital C, big church. The church has been going through a sifting of the wheat in the process because there's been two, oh my gosh, I saw a video, I saw a video of a Christmas program, I even posted it because I was just bewildered by it. I saw a video of a Christmas production at a church that had men dancing with no shirts on with Santa shorts on. And I went, what is going on? What is happening? Let me tell you, the churches who are out there being woke are the churches that are gonna die this year. And the churches who are alive are the ones that are gonna grow. And I'm not talking about just numerically, I'm talking about roots and depth and transformation. I don't wanna try to be cool to win people. I don't care about that. I want the power of God. In order to get the power of God, there has to be things out of my life so he can fill my container with what he wants. Gone through depression, got sifted from my life. Anxiety, gone through heartache. Had some major transitions going on in my life, just like many of you did. I'm just telling you my story. I know a lot of you here, I've walked with you, I've talked with you, I've processed this with you as well. I'm your pastor, I'm with you. Right? And let me just say this, that I apologize if during the year I felt distant. I want you to know I repent before you. And I can sit here and have excuses, but I was going through the business, man. That's why it's extremely important for you to cover your pastors in prayer. And I would never say that to boast about myself or make myself higher than I should or whatever. I want you to know that I'm praying for you just the same way I'm expecting you to pray for me and my family. There's so many transitions. Caleb graduating, Samuel graduating, Samuel moving away. Him going off and me as a dad going, you're not ready to leave. Really what I was saying is, I'm not ready for you to leave. 
Just all these things. Plus some shifting here at the church, some things that took place, some things that happened that were very hurtful to my heart. And it just got the best of me. But it was all very God-ordained because he was sifting through the things that needed to be shaken out so that way the main thing could be the main thing. And that's Jesus himself. Amen? And I want you to know, just, just me wrapping up 2022, that I'm a better person and a better pastor because of it. A better leader because of it. And it's gonna be difficult, and it was difficult year for a lot of us. A lot of us got tested. A lot of circumstances and situations took place. All of our heat bills went up. We had doubts. We had questions. We thought to ourselves, God, are you even here? We pray, and our prayers feel like they're hitting the ceiling. Come on, somebody. I know what we're going through, right? I walk with you through many of these things. Does God even heal anymore? Does he, does he even touch his people? Where is he? I've, had, I've tried my best to answer all the questions, all the while sitting there in my office, depressed and anxious. I'm going, God, I'm giving these answers, but what about me? It's the real deal, man. These opportunities given to me for healing were knocking at my doorstep, and that's what exactly what it was. Opportunities for healing. And I'd say, vows should say, just even by percentage, that this might have been one of the most difficult years, 2022, for a lot of you with marriages, finances, relationships, really learning who you were. Look, I want you to know all of that was done for a purpose. And the purpose was to shake it all out so that way God could come to the top of everything that you were going through. That's what was happening if we paid attention to what he was doing. And if you didn't pay attention, I want you to know that that's the reason why. Because God's shaking all the stuff out so that way we can see him in the middle of it. There's one main theme that we have to be thankful for. One main theme that we have to be thankful for when it all, when, when, when it comes to this last year in 2022. And that is this word called sifting. Oh, I told her to do that. <laughs> Here's a little side note for maybe some of you don't know. We actually are pretty, like, organized. <laughs> and I, I give the computer people back there in the back a cue to play music. I know, lame. So this sifting took place, this sifting happening this last year. And it's kind of like this. Thank you, Sarah, for doing this. I'm going to try my best. I'll do it with my microphone. There was a, it's not gold in here, but we'll just pretend it's gold. There was a gold nugget in your heart, in your life, that needed to be found, okay? It needed to be, it needed to be discovered. It needed to be, maybe some of you are still discovering this, okay, but it needed to be discovered. And what God did, which was so great, Keith, come help me for a second. I was going to ask Reggie, but he's wearing such a nice suit. Come here, buddy. Grab that flower. OK? 
okay? And I want you to put that flower in there, okay? Just, yeah, the best you can, just dump it. Yeah, well, not all of it, but. Perfect, thank you, awesome. Thank you. you can take that down with you so I don't drop it. <coughs> so what was happening is this sifting was taking place in your life, in my life, in this church, in the capital C church, big church. We were all trying to figure out who we were and what God was gonna do with us. And instead of God just going, this is what I'm gonna do for you, he went, oh, I'm gonna show you what we're gonna do with you because there's something great on the horizon for the next year, for this next season. Let me tell you guys, 2023, we're here. This is the next season. We've turned the corner, okay? God just took us and he just sifted and he sifted and he sifted and he sifted. Do you think I'm a baker? Like, I know I eat baked goods, okay, but I don't bake them. And he sifted. And just when you thought he, were, he was done, he's like, oh, there's, there's a little bit more in there that needs to be shaken out. There's a little bit more in there that needs to be taken out of your life. But God, it's been so difficult. I know. Go with me, because there's something there. Yes, Jesus, why? Because our yes is an invitation for his what? For his more, right? And it really comes down to, do you want more of the presence of Jesus surrounding your life? Because if you do, you'll be sifted. You'll be sifted. You'll be sifted. You'll be sifted. Listen, you'll be sifted. Jesus, that was really tough. I lost my job this year. Jesus, why are you doing this to me? I got written up at work. Jesus, none of my friends are listening to me anymore. They're turning their back on me. God, my family relationship's just messed up. What is going on? I prayed and I don't feel like you're hearing me. Don't worry, son, daughter, I'm just sifting you. I'm just sifting you. I'm just sifting. God, is that it? Oh no, there's, we got one more month left. There's one more month. It's December only, like we got it. We gotta keep going. What else, God? You know that thing you've been holding on to? That addiction? That part of your identity, who you thought you were? Oh yeah, that needs to come off your life too because I'm gonna really show you who you really are. Yes, Jesus, why? Because my yes is an invitation. Where's what? Where's more? God, I want more of you. Sift. Sift, sift. Jesus says, oh, there it is. There's what I've been looking for. The real you, the real you. Now I can really take you to the next season, the next part of your life because you ain't got no more junk in you no more. You have no more stuff that's been stored up. Oh, don't worry, there'll be a little bit more later on. But right now, oh, right now, I'm gonna show you who you really are. This year, God has given me and you opportunities to surrender, 
to give up things, even if they aren't convenient, even if they're comfortable. God's given us opportunities to give those things up, to fully rely on him. And I truly believe because of that, we're gonna see a yielding of the harvest for the next new season the church is coming into. He's taken all year, the last few years to be exact, and just sifted through the weed. There's a scripture, there's a parable about that, isn't there in the Bible? Just sifted through the wheat. And the things are supposed to hang on, hung on. The things that aren't supposed to, didn't. Right? And he says, now, now prepare for the harvest. Prepare for the harvest. Turn to somebody real quick and say, prepare for the harvest. Come on, prophesy over someone. Say, prepare for the harvest. Because it's true. This is what's going to happen in 2023. Where you were once dead, you'll come alive. Where you were once in doubt, in debt, God's going to say, I've got you. You're going to live in abundance. Where these things, where you're a joy less, God's going to say, I'm going to plant joy in your heart. You're going to see that thing grow. You're going to see the thing grow. And harvest is just going to get plentiful in your life. Come on, somebody. It's just going to get plentiful in your life. But before we close out today, I want us to take some time. Like David did in the book of Psalms. This is why I wanted my chair. <sighs> I need another cookie. What I want us to do, like David did, he said, search my heart, oh God. If you can with me, just for the next five minutes or so, next three or four minutes. We just close your eyes. And just sit there, no one walking around. This is a holy moment before the Lord. I know we've had some fun. I'm gonna ask you if you have to go out, go out now. Thank you. I want us to take some time. And ask the Holy Spirit, and even say these words, because Holy Spirit is a person too. We always think of him as some mystical ghost. No, he's part of the Godhead, man. You say, Holy Spirit, search me right now. Search my heart. Is there anything left unsifted that needs to be shaken? Is there anything that we are claiming that is our identity that is not? As you're listening, these are things that I'm gonna read off that are not your identity. It's not who you are. You are not anger. It's not you. You are not jealous. You're not a victim. You're not a victim in Christ. You have no poverty. Poverty spirit is not a part of your life. You're not lonely. Your identity is not sickness. Your identity is not frustration. Your identity is not feeling lost. Your identity is not confusion in your life, especially in the realm of sexual identity. 
you are not confused. You have no lack of passion or vision. That's not who you are. Your identity is not having a desire to see God move. You may think that's what you are, but that's not who you are. Your identity is not defeat. Your identity is not your addiction. Addiction to things like pornography, alcohol, drugs, entertainment. It's not who you are. Your identity, listen to this one, because this is where a lot of people get it wrong. Your identity, your identity is not seeing the supernatural in your lives because the supernatural is for you. The supernatural power and movement of God is for you. A lot of people struggle this year with feeling like God's not for me. That's not your identity. A lot of people struggle with a lack of motivation. That's not your identity. And if any of those things that I've read off, you've identified and still identifying with them, I want you to know, according to Romans chapter 8, that there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. None. Zero. He loves you. This church, River of Life, on January 1 in 2023, we love you. And there is nothing but the power of the Holy Spirit for you this year in 2023. And these things we can easily claim as our identity. But again, God has much bigger things in store. So let me encourage you that it starts as your eyes are closed, okay, no one's looking around. This starts by us repenting. By us repenting. I'm going to read you a quote. Just thought of it right now. Charles Finney, the great revivalist, once said, there can be no revival when Mr. Amen and Mr. Wet Eyes are not found in the audience. What that simply means is this. Repent, for the kingdom of God is near. I can sit here and tell you all the things that the Greeks say about repentance and all these things. It means to transform your mind, renew your mind, all those things. But the reality is this, is that if we don't give up that piece of identity that we think we are to God, God will be patient with us, but it'll take a little bit longer for him to give you exactly what it is that he wants to give you in 2023, that part of the harvest that is yours. So, Father, 
I just thank you for your presence. I thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. And God, I just ask that each and every one of us here this morning that are dealing with some stuff maybe we haven't yet brought before you. We haven't really given it over to you, Jesus. We haven't really surrendered it to you. Even if it's by faith, even if we don't feel it, it doesn't matter. Sometimes, God, we rely too much on our feelings. And God's saying, I'm not moved by your feelings, I'm moved by faith. And so, God, I just pray here this morning that you would deal with us and that, Lord, we come before you and repent. God, we give you those pieces of our lives that we've claimed as ourselves. Anger, frustration, distraction, feeling alone, feeling like God doesn't want to use me or how could God use me? All these things that we've claimed as our identity, God, I just pray in Jesus' name right now, we just lay it before your feet And if you can, as a sign, if that's you and you're dealing with that and you want to give something over to the Lord, we just put your hands right in front of you as an offering to the Lord. Just put them out in front of you as you're laying something before him. Come on, as a prophetic sign, just put them right out before you with your palms up. Just say, here it is, God. I surrender it to you. I surrender it to you. God, I surrender to you this idea that this is how I'm always going to be. I give it over to you, Jesus. I thank you, God. I love you. Thanks for loving me. I bless you. I honor you. And this year, I'm expecting a harvest. I'm expecting an abundance. In Jesus' name, every man. Amen. Listen. Before you, before you leave, and I dismiss you guys, I'm going to ask the ministry team to come forward, board members as well, any staff that I have here. A lot of people gone today, <laughs> but uh, come on forward. I want to personally invite you, if you need some extra prayer and you want to just confess some things, you know, you want to pray some things out, just find somebody up here to pray for.